Hello, and welcome back to the Peepus Room. Peepus, get the fuck out! Why is Steven always in your room when we record? Beginning of every fucking podcast, dude. He's this little Indonesian kid that I keep chained to the radiator. <laughs> just makes noise. Oh, you just want him to be quiet? Is that yeah. that's what it is? I am enough too. Like, is fifty cents and a loaf of bread not enough? It should be. I would work for that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Well, we're back. Joey's eyes are looking so big right now. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's probably just the camera angle. I don't know. I think their thighs are that big. So Chris posted a picture of me on Instagram doing the watermelon challenge where I ate as much watermelon as I could in 15 minutes. I'd like to see you do the watermelon challenge where you try to squeeze as many between your thighs in 15 minutes as possible. I probably couldn't even break one. Actually, I'm curious. I wonder how hard that would be. Okay. I bet you, I bet you could. Should we... I can put a tarp in my parents' basement, and if we record a live episode next week, or in two weeks... Two weeks. Two weeks live, all three of us are going to be in the same place for the first time. We can all see if we can crush a watermelon between our thighs. I'll go get three watermelons and put a tarp in my parents' basement. Well, just in case we, you know, don't break them, I, I think a better way to, to break the watermelons if, is if we threw them... Uh, Onto the overpass. You know? We'll take we'll take the live episode to the overpass if we can't break them. Yeah, that's like the peepus room is going to throw watermelons into oncoming traffic. Joey, I thought you were going to go in a different direction where it's like, well, if we can't break watermelon in your parents' basement, we'll just break goldfish into the ground a million times every time we come over. If I could go back in time with the time machine, I would. Go to your house and do that again. <laughs> well, you don't have to go back in time. You can go forward in time and do it in two weeks. Yeah. I thought you were going to go a different direction as well um, with breaking the watermelon by putting it in your asshole. <laughs> Where would you guys go if you had a time machine? That's a that's a good people's question. How quickly can I get back to the future if I need to? As quickly as you need. Dinosaurs. Yeah. I would just <laughs> want to see one dinosaur in that real life. It would be sick. It would be really, really fucking dope. But like you would probably get eaten. Or like bring one back. <laughs> like bring a pterodactyl to like Sunday mass. Yeah. <laughs> just just unleash it inside the church. And right, the, right. all the priests would be like, oh, and he only went back in time 5,000 years. <laughs> they think dinosaurs were. Yeah. It's proven. Proven fact from the Catholic Church. From Joey, Christianity. where would you go back in time? Where would I go? Um, fuck. That's a good question. Uh, you... if. Do you know where you would go? I feel like I need a second on that. Yeah, I would look up the winning lottery numbers from like a week ago and then go back a week oh, no. and be like, hey, play these. And yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, you all would never see me again. I would, oh, yeah, I'd go. I would, I would go to my recruiter and I would tell him to go fuck himself and then fuck <laughs> him. And then I would poop in his office and I would leave. <laughs> Low key, though, if we're talking like historical, I'm a very big uh, history buff. I would go back to the Roman Empire, probably like. There was this period they called the five good emperors where they had five guys in a row that were like pretty good, all things considered for the people and well-being. Uh, And I think it'd be cool to see that. There are historians that'll say that until the modern age, the highest standard of living anywhere in the world was in Rome during the time of the five good emperors. Because it was just like very limited war. They had all the money and food they needed, like no issues. Well, not no issues, but like for the most part, things were good. Right. All they had to deal with was like poopy on the streets, poopy and pee pee. Yeah. You ever heard besides that? Nothing else was bad. I mean, (laughs) no, 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 no. Nothing else was bad. (laughs) Yeah. Right, right. Nothing else was bad. Have you ever heard Louis C.K.'s bit on like being white and going back in time? And he's like, you could go anywhere. And they'll be yeah. like, are you right here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll be fine wherever I go. Everyone else would just be like, <laughs> anything before 1960s, uh, I'm good. <laughs> True. So, Chris, how is the new Pokemon? It's pretty fun, honestly. It's, you it's said super- last week you were like, all I'm going to talk about is Pokemon. Or maybe that was two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I got it. I did. I got it for my birthday. Um, oh, yeah. How was your birthday? Did you go to Hermes? Yeah, I went to Hermes and got a bag and I threw up in it and gave it back. Nice. And they said, thank you so much for that. Oh. And then Erwan. And then Erwan. And I just got Erwan and then I just like ate Erwan all up in buffet and then i just took a smelly diarrhea right out front and i said that's where that goes and then i was like air one my butt and then i left and i was like that's what i got for my birthday and, and I then got you guys went to sugarfish how was sugarfish it's delicious some nice sushi for you know i didn't have to poop or throw up um, anyway, anyways how did you turn uh, 28, you know, like you and Charlie, like we're all the same age right now. Yeah, we're kind of getting old. Yeah. I did have like a couple coworkers I used to work with, though, that were like 32, 33. And they were like, honestly, it feels like you're getting old once you hit 30. Uh, but then it just like feels like it starts over. You're just like you're 31. You're like, that's low. That's low compared to the other numbers in the 30s, so I'm young again. Um, everyone at work considers me an old fuck because I'm 28 because it's all like 19 and 20-year-olds and shit. And um, I'm always like, guys, I'm not that old. <laughs> you guys are just young. <laughs> as you know what I mean? We yeah. have in my parents' neighborhood, there's a bunch of little kids and like we you know everyone kind of just hangs out on like the drive this person's driveway on fridays we call it uh driveway beers uh so the kids are running around and one time they were like 
how old are you? I was like 27. They were like, oh my God, that's basically 40. And I was like, no, it's not. Your parents are 40. They have kids. They have you. Far different from 40. Yeah. But when you're young, you don't get it. It's just like, are you a kid? No, then you're 40. <laughs> I don't look forward to 40 unless I'm rich. Yeah, it's it's a really strange thought, fucking knowing that inevitably you're going to hit every fucking age mark. Like, literally someday you're going to be 70 years old. You're going to be an old fuck someday. Unless you die before that. Which is still awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to die before that or you're going to fucking get old and, like, decrepit. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. Speaking of older, I was like, it, uh, one thing for me is the health stuff. Like my joints hurt all the time. And then the other day I was looking and I saw a mole and I was just like, this mole looks a little weird. So like, I'm going to go to the doctor to have that looked at because that's what you're supposed to do now. You know? Yeah. No, you, you ain't wrong fucking doing that. I, uh, I had a skin blemish on my nutsack uh <laughs> same chris has it yeah you have it on your nutsack and i have it yeah. on my face and for those who don't know it's a fucking it's the condition that michael jackson had except it covered his whole body basically your body can't produce fucking pigment anymore mm -hmm. and like two spots on my balls and i thought i had like nut cancer and uh i got like a biopsy and the fucking the, I still vividly remember the, the two women that did it were like unbelievably attractive. Yeah. Oh, so um, they, they had to touch your balls. They touched my nuts and then they fucking, they cut like a sample of my like ass off. Why? <laughs> if it was okay, if it was on your balls, why did they do a biopsy of your butt? It's so there was a little bit of it on my, which I had no idea. There was a little bit on my fucking, uh, the back of my ass, I guess. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I do not envy those uh, those nurses just having to get right up in your butthole and ball sack and your taint. They're all professionals, man. That's what they train for. Yeah, yeah. Medics at work here because if, if you become a heat casualty um, and like you overheat out in the field, which happens a lot, because fucking dudes will drink the night before and then they don't hydrate. And uh, you guys are wearing what, like eighty pounds worth of gear? Yeah. But the big, yeah, yes, that is a part of it because, like, you exert yourself faster. But um, basically what happens is they need to get your core temperature. And the best way to do that is to shove a thermometer up your ass or they call it the silver bullet. Mm. So we always, you know what I mean? Like, we joke with our medics, like, oh, that's so fucking, like, that's crazy. You guys have to do it. But, like, for to them, like, it's just a, they have to be professional about putting something in your ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, they're just like, I'm a doctor. Get we me had, up in there. In Korea, one time we had like seven guys on a uh on like a mock mission that we did. All like seven heat catted. So like we're going up this like cliffside, and like as you're going up the cliff, you just see like dudes just sitting down with their shirts off, like hooked up to like IVs and stuff. Yeah. And just like out of it. And it's because everyone, it was, I think we did it on a on a Friday and everyone drank that Thursday. So everyone like fucked themselves. Yeah. yeah. That's stupid, man. Really that's stupid. Like, 
So wait, if everyone's like not 21, do they, what do they like? Can you go out for beers with your friends at work? Well, they just, the younger guys obviously find ways to fuck. It's like a college. Like yeah. you find all, you know, you find a way to get fucking fake IDs. Like it's, this occupation is really similar to like being in a, uh, like a fucking fr- like fraternity. Um, that makes, that makes sense. Egalite, fraternite. But they do stupid shit sometimes. We have a lot of drinking related incidents. Of course, they're just children who are like off the fucking handle and all they have like keeping I, them in check is the orders of their superiors. Right. And you that sometimes, dude, because like I said, like I'm 28 and I'm amongst a lot of young guys and like I talk to them every day. So sometimes I forget their age and I have to remind myself like, oh, right, they're 19 years old. Like, that's why they did that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Dude, it's wild. Like those guys, I, I picture a 19 year old and I picture my brother, but like my brother's almost 23. Like yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's another four years below that, you know? Right. You do right. a lot of growing up every single year from yeah. like 18 on. Joe, uh, you're, you're gaming over there. Want to give us a little Joe's gaming basement segment here? Uh, so I have been viciously invested in fucking God of War, the new one that came out. This game, yeah, how is that? Oh my god, it's so much fun because it's fucking long. It's long and it's not repetitive, and there's always shit to do. Like it, it doesn't get old. And I've been playing this game for like fucking fifteen hours. Yeah. Okay, so I don't I don't play a ton of like console video games anymore, but I feel like it used to be like a very good like. Most games that came out when we were like in high school, they had a good campaign and they had a good multiplayer. And now I feel like they've diverged so much where it's like you have a multiplayer and you like either have a shit campaign or no campaign or you've got the, you know, 100 hour campaign that you can play. I think it's because developers only have so much fucking storage and, and like data, I guess, if you want to call it like to, to work with. So mm-hmm. it becomes a question of like, what kind of projects are we doing? And like, is this focused around, you know what I mean? Like a single player experience or multiplayer. Uh, the only exception to that rule, I feel like is Call of Duty, who always does a campaign with uh, with a good multiplayer. Um that's like a like a, a good example of a game that does both. Yeah, but you're just for the campaign. You're a Call of Duty shill though, so I don't trust <laughs> your words. I fucking see. I didn't like Cold War or Vanguard or any of that shit. Uh, I liked the previous Modern Warfare, and well, the one before, the one that just came out, and I liked the one that came out recently a lot. Sam told me that they basically just made a Rocket League in the new COD. Uh I have not seen that. Rocket League's fun as fuck, though. That's a great game to get drunk to. It's only fun if you're good at it. I am not, and I've tried to play a hundred times, and it's just like, oh, I don't get to touch this ball at all. It's like being bad at sports in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Today we played basketball for fucking uh, like our workout this morning, and I just sucking ass. Yeah, I'm bad at basketball. But My hands small. are too small. I just, I've never fucking 
gone out of my way to play that sport like ever. Basketball is a nice one though. Cause like, if you've got a court, like you just need to be able to dribble. If you can dribble and pass, like, yeah, you might not hit all the cool shots, but like you can effectively play the game, you know, with like two people, four right. people, just any even number of people. Uh, whereas like, you know, baseball's fun. And like, when you're just playing with friends, it's not hard, but like, you got to find someone who can throw it over the plate so people can actually hit it. You got right. 18 people to get everyone in the field. You know? we, so we came back from a field event and we had to like park our tanks and Bradley's and like all of our equipment in this like open area in this desert. And it was just nothing but space. And we took a pickaxe and took like the wooden fucking handle out of it. And then they made like a tape ball and we, we fucking played baseball. Like, That's fun, man. That sounds like a great time. That's like, so I was going to say this earlier, like in every war movie or show, there's like a sad scene where someone gets caught like being drunk and you're like, oh, things were going really well for everybody. And now there's like this drunk army guy. And then there's also a scene in every like war movie, especially World War Two, where they're playing baseball. And one of the guys is like, yeah, you know, if I would have stayed home, I would have made it on the Yankees. And then someone else is like, yeah, you're a regular Joe DiMaggio, you know? <laughs> right. Okay. Like you've got that in Band of Brothers episode two. And then there's the one where they get drunk in like episode eight, maybe like Captain Nixon. Yeah, no, it, that's a, that's a, such a fucking good, that, that might be my favorite. That, that is my favorite TV series. Sorry, miniseries. Yeah, it's a good one. And the Pacific is really good too. I just like war movies and stuff. I, why? uh, why? Cause you're in the army, Joe. <laughs> it definitely gives it like a cool edge, like being in it. Cause you're like, Oh, this is, this is what, this is their, their culture. That's me up on the screen. Do you ever watch like the most recent war movies that are like about, you know, like the invasion of Iraq or Afghanistan? Like, or do you got like the World War II ones because it's like more removed? Uh, Sorry, did you say documentaries or movies? I, I was saying movies, I guess, but either would apply. I like watch. I love like modern warfare documentaries some of them are really fucking crazy um the one that comes to mind is called restrepo about uh love that yeah dude those army guys in the corrigano valley which is was like deadly and what's crazy about those documentaries is i've watched a lot of them and you're around a lot of veterans here or not veterans because they're still in but like well combat vets if you want to call them that that have fucking been to those places like you'll bring up those documentaries and they're like oh yeah like i'm i know a bunch of guys that were there and like we were stationed probably about you know 100 miles away from that area it's just like holy shit damn what do you like better lone survivor or uh, american sniper um i like american sniper more because i feel like it dives into a lot of the realism of like what com- like combat vets deal with, with like post-traumatic stress and like, you know what I mean? Both of them are Wahlberg sucks. <laughs> I think, I think, I, honestly, dude, it's funny you bring that up. I think Mark Wahlberg is a little overrated. 
I think yeah. he just like that same like I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like he does the same fucking guy in every movie. Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, man? That's fucked up. Why would you say that? You know, you know, he said some shit on 9-11 that like he he would like he would have like did shit different if he was on like flight 93 and like (laughs) like got in trouble for it. Yeah. If that that was me on on that plane with my kids, uh uh, I don't think so. (laughs) No way. You fucking both do pretty good, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, well, my favorite Mark Wahlberg movie is um, Transformers: Age of Extinction. I really think it brings out his best uh, his best qualities as an actor. I always liked all the Transformers movies, and they're coming out with a new one. But I got lost after like the third one. Once Shia LaBeouf was out, I was out. What the fuck, man? You didn't want to watch my movie? Yeah, the fucking... I like the the first three Transformers growing up at our age when those came out. Perfect. You know? And then uh, they just got kind of... They drew it out a little bit too long. But I think the new one is where the Transformers take the form of, like, jungle animals, which... I used to watch the cartoon. I don't know if you guys same Beast Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, way back in the day. I, I had that on fucking VCR, dude. <laughs> you know what? Transformers, as good as, as like a show and stuff, worst fucking toys. You get a transformer, you take that from car to robot. I never once got it back into car form. It was no, just it was, a robot from there on. It was so hard. Why do I like vaguely remember trying like trying to get that thing into the fucking car form again? You'd sit there and you'd get it close, but it was like a fucking jigsaw puzzle and you were like seven. Yeah. And you would I would I broke them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'd be like, oh this goes this way, and it would just snap the leg off. And I'm like, I'll just go fuck myself, I guess. Yeah. Thanks, Hasbro. Anyways, um, so I want to do a fun like uh, trivia segment every week. So my trivia, I'm not going to form it as a question. It's basically like a fun fact. Form it as a question. All right. What year was the Eiffel Tower inaugurated? And and. What gaming company was founded in the same year? Oh, Nintendo was founded the same year, and I think it was 1884. Wow. Uh, You're very close. It is Nintendo formed in the same year as the Eiffel Tower was. 1883? Unveiled. 1889. Nine. Okay. That's super impressive. Well, I knew the Eiffel Tower. I think it's like a hundred years after something that happened in the French revolution, but like yeah. there's a lot of shit that happened in the French revolution. But I also remember seeing Nintendo was like a, uh, uh, like a card, com- just like a deck of card company or something. Yeah. They're playing cards, playing yeah. cards back uh, in the late 1800s. Pretty crazy. Camille and I went to trivia last night. We have very different strengths, which is good, but 
like it's just me and her. So like if it's not within our wheelhouses, we were screwed. And there's like the team, every time we go, the same team is towards the top or wins. And there's like seven of them on the team. It's like, if you have seven people, you're obviously going to do better than if you have two people. I think it should be against the rules, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. I would have gone to trivia with you, Charlie, if I lived in Chicago. I got no, invited to. I totally would be down for that now. Yeah. Trivia nights are fun. Yeah. Cause I'm like at that age too, where I'm just like, that sounds nice. <laughs> you know, the perfect yeah. trivia group is like three to five people. Yeah. I feel like being at a trivia night with Eric and his parents would, that's ideal. That's the ideal. <laughs> you know, the Ryan's fuck up some trivia nights. Oh yeah. It, like they get hype about it. I bet I could see Bill like smiling, drinking a beer. I mean, anyone who's playing trivia is going to be smiling, drinking a beer. Except for me. I drank Diet Coke last night because I'm trying not to drink during the week. Yeah. And yeah. you're doing pretty good with it. I mean, we lost the beer segment. Yeah, that, that is a casualty <laughs> of this. But it's a lot easier for me to get up into the gym so I can be Jack Santa. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Jack Santa. More like jacking off Santa. The elf. Oh, right. The elf does it for him. Jacking off Santa. Oh, Chris's movie corner. All right. I saw Violent Night on Sunday. Yeah, how was it? It was good, man. It was really good. I mean, it was like cheesy, kind of, but like very enjoyable. I don't want to spoil too much, but like, for a large portion of the movie, I just kept turning to Camille and was like, they're doing a die hard. And then yeah. like in the second half of the movie, I was like, they're doing a home alone. We were going to see that tonight actually, but we we're going to see the menu instead. Um, Violent night, Charlie, remember that, that Nazi zombie movie from that was in like fucking a different language i think it might have been german oh dead yeah. snow yeah dead yeah. snow yeah dude this, that movie was fucking sick yeah it's the same director he did oh, wow. Night. yeah but I, dead love that. Great. Oh, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time that's a good movie yeah it's you, super fun you know where i found it like randomly because i used to watch fear net on comcast yeah Dude, and it had just fucking free horror movies and shit. And yeah. I came across Dead Snow, and this is like before I check movie reviews too, which is honestly the way you should watch movies. And oh, I would yeah. just fucking watch random shit, and that fucking came up, and I watched it, and I was like, "This is like the fucking sickest zombie movie I've ever seen." Yeah, and it played out like a slasher for the first half, dude. Which it's is violent, fun. and then it becomes like a battle at the end. <sighs> It's like Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. It is like Evil Dead, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, dude, Fear Night on Comcast was the best. I would like, every time my was parents it? would go out for the night and I'd have to babysit my sister, I would just <laughs> be like, Addie, go away. And I would just sit in our basement and like eat pe like shitty pizza with hot sauce and watch like some random Fear Night movie. When I'm, I'm like 12 or 13, I'm just like, what's this? The Dentist? Okay. Maybe I'll see some boobs. Yeah, dude. Fucking Comcast had like a whole ass porn section too. 
<laughs> I remember like me, me and my brother would go back and forth and he was like, why don't you just fucking order it? Just fucking order it. <laughs> <laughs> you and your brother just, you can do it? Yeah. And it's like, we were both collectively doing it. It, it didn't matter who did it. You know what I mean? So you would just watch pay-per-view porn with yeah i think we just we did it like twice because we just like were curious as to like what the the quality of it was and then (laughs) you know what i mean it's like like, what kind of it's like what kind of porn is comcast offering it must have been softcore well you you said you watched it was it dude i mean it was so fucking long ago but like there's no way that shit was like anal yeah Remember you would like be at like a sleepover with someone with like Showtime or Cinemax yes. or something. And yeah. It would be like Vegas sin stories. And you're like, oh, we're gonna watch this. And it would just be like just the worst softcore porn ever. Yeah. Just like basically um basically what you just see on HBO nowadays. You know what I mean? Like in Dude. fucking White Lotus or something. Like that's basically what you're watching, but you're 13 and you're like, this is awesome. That was uh, that was Phil's house back in the day. <laughs> that was his basement. Oh, I'm when we were like sure. fucking, when we were like ten. Yeah, like Phil's a me, horny little rat. Yeah, it was me, AJ Schmidt, and Phil, and we would see it, and we would just get so excited. Well, AJ was probably excited because you guys were there. Dude, you we, if you're a kid, you would get excited for seeing like a flash of tits and like a Chucky movie. Yeah, of course. I uh, and you'd like you'd rewind it <laughs> or 300 dude 300 was a big one where ever like if you got to see it as a as a teenager we were like what 12 when that came out and everyone's like, I saw that in theaters a friend wow. a, a friend's parent took us because it was rated R so you had to have like them get you in and me and the friend went in sat with his dad and watched watched it and i remember seeing it come up on the screen and i was like i shouldn't be i shouldn't be seeing this yeah yeah dude that movie was intense it's a great movie I, i'll go back to that one probably once a year for like just like yeah. i like that movie i want to watch it um zach snyder i feel like it was one of the first like with the matrix included like one of those first HD like FX like effects like kind of fucking really in your face fucking action right. movies yeah right the whole thing is on a green screen yeah, yeah. It, it is <laughs> and Lena Hetty is in it who is also in Game of Thrones I yeah. started rewatching Game of Thrones at Hard Home season five episode eight I saw a TikTok of it I was like oh I want to watch that episode and I've just been rolling from there it's it's a great place to pick up the series. I've nice. never seen it. Yes. I've never fucking seen that series, dude. And yes, I feel like, talk about I think I, time. yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we brought this up last time, but for real, like I, I'm definitely doing myself a disservice. Just send it um, someday. Another, Where do I, HBO? HBO. Yeah. <laughs> another thing on the, uh, on the pay-per-views, man, my parents, like, if you accidentally bought a pay-per-view movie, death sentence i mean (laughs) dave pant did we didn't do pay-per-view movies of any kind uh obviously i'm talking about movies that were appropriate um but like 
that's one of my things now that anytime I'm like search a movie and it's like, oh, you have to rent it for $3.99. I do it because I don't want to have to live in a world again where where I can't rent movies when I want to rent movies. Yo, Ryan, I have a like, fucking question. Let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> so I went and got food today at like one of our on-base fucking uh, gas stations. And there is a fucking red box there and it's been there for a fucking minute. And they keep that bitch updated with like new movies. And I just remember staring at it and being like, what soldier is fucking coming here and running red box? Who's telling you what, dude, if, if, if it's easily accessible, like it's in Libertyville, it was like very close. It was at the Jewel Osco, which was like a five minute drive. So like if I was going to get something else there, and there was a movie that like wasn't on Netflix yet. I'd get a red box, and then all you have to do is just take it back the next day, for sure. But like, I get what you mean if it's like close and convenient. But like, think about how the market is way more convenient. Like in terms of like, if you're a fucking private on base or any rank, like chances are you have like a like a multimedia device of some kind. Yeah. You know, everyone does, man. And like, also, you know, if if it's really coming down to it, like what's a red box, 99 cents for one night versus four or five bucks. If you're like a family or someone that has to stick to like a tight budget, I get what you mean. Like right over there for it might be worth it. Maybe they know the secret code you can put in to uh, get backdoor sluts nine. Yeah. Well, I hate red box because my grandpa uh, got a red box. This was, 10 years ago when he passed away and he hit uh toy story two and a fucking pipe bomb uh came out of the the red box that some that some horrible teenager put in there yeah that's that's the worst prank bloom bloom in half down the middle uh so i have a final thought we're getting (laughs) to that time um and this is an update final thought my TikTok is not a fun app to see videos now. My TikTok is young Sheldon clips and then things between young Sheldon clips. I Dude, yeah. am about to start watching it. I'm very close. Yeah, like you that's might as like well all you recommended. Well, it's because I keep watching them and they're funny. I mean, maybe I'm just a middle American, you know. The target audience, target audience, but I, I crack up, man. It's funny. That's the sign that you're just becoming an old man. Yeah, yeah. I got off network TV once I was like 12, and I'm about to get right back into it. See, that's what they. That's why they keep pumping that stuff out. You're like, who's watching this? Who's watching CBS sitcoms? Charlie Payne. Yeah, my my TikTok is is legitimately probably. 30% young Sheldon, 30% family guy. Both of those with like the knife game underneath where it's like cutting through stuff or like the balls you have to roll to combine. Um, and then the rest is, you know, cooking videos. Hmm. Yeah, my TikTok's like horror shit where it just scary shit and then like really weird videos that like are super bad quality. And then kitty cats. Do you follow Noited on Instagram, Chris? 
Um, I did for a while, but I don't really, I don't have Instagram anymore. My only Instagram interaction is when I post for the Peepus room. So I don't really go on it, but Noida is a great, great (laughs) account. (laughs) You know who follows it is Eric Andre. Yeah. It's right up his alley where he, I'm sure he just like does fucking drugs and laughs his ass off at that shit that, cause it makes him feel (laughs) dark inside. Um, my TikTok is fucking also it's like it's not even like based on because i don't search anything on it so i'm confused as to why like my algorithm is the way that it is but it's like it's like how it's long like, you stay on the video man if you stay on like a full family uh, guy clip you're getting family guy clips well my, thanks for coming in the peepus room <laughs> <laughs> we'll Best see you thing. next week only one more week until our live 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 episode Get the fuck out.